happy thursday everyone it's your girl jess how y'all doing uh welcome to another episode of the she speaks truth podcast always and forever forever ever (laughs) speaking god's truth over you um yeah man god is so good Uh, i feel as i said i feel like i start every single podcast with this but it's just the truth and you know me already i speak the truth pun intended right um but yeah i'm just so so grateful for another opportunity uh to speak god's truth over you listen today's podcast episode is gonna be spicy mm-hmm Yes, it is. Get your seatbelt ready. Um, well, put your seatbelt on and buckle your seatbelt because we about to go for a ride. We about to go for a ride. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm excited about today's episode. As you know, we are on a journey of healing um, on this podcast and speaking God's truth. And this topic that the Lord has put on my heart, I'm really excited to share it. But before I share it, There are a few things that I want to say. First, I want to say thank you to everyone for all of your love and your support last week um, when I launched my shirts, uh, Healed People, Heal People. Honestly, the support and the love legit blew me away, and I'm just so grateful. And so I want to say thank you. Listen, if you didn't get your shirt yet, it's okay. Um, I'm going to be coming out with some more. You heard it here first. Okay, my podcast listeners get first dibs on everything that is being done. So yeah, so you guys um, will definitely, I'll definitely be coming out with some more um, different colors and I have something for the men as well. I know that there are a few men uh, that listen to my podcast and so I definitely want you to know that I have something for you as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, Maybe next week or the week after, I'll definitely be giving you more information on that. Secondly, I announced the Unplug Women's Retreat. (laughs) Don't know. I'm really excited about that. Uh, This would be our third retreat. Uh, The first one, God would just like do it. So I did it. And it was amazing. And then we had last year. Honestly, last year was bonkers. And this year, I expect nothing less because it's online. It doesn't mean that it's going to be anything less. No, 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 no. I feel like this year we've really learned how to take Jesus out of the box that we've placed him in. And so he can move at any time, any place, anywhere, anyhow, because he's that God. He's a mighty God and he's a great God. And the boxes that we have put him in, he said, take me out of the box in 2020. And that's exactly what has happened. So listen, you need to register. Early bird registration ends July 10th, which I think is next Friday. So you need to get your early bird registration ticket. And listen, this online event is at a very good cost. It is $30 for early bird and after that it is $45. So you definitely have the ability 
to get your tickets get your tickets get your tickets you do not want to miss this um this year our topic is healing the dysfunctions of our hearts okay god is really aiming to get to those dark places of our heart those things that affect us that we don't even know why it affects us or how it affects us or how it manifests in our behavior and things like that remember we did that podcast who are you becoming if you haven't listened to that podcast, you should go and listen to that podcast. But that this is literally the epitome of who are you becoming when we get to those deep things. Um, the topics include um, healing from abuse, healing from rejection and abandonment. And that could be anything. That could be around like daddy issues. That could be around friendships. That could be around relationships. That could be so multifaceted. Um, we have breaking souls ties and listen i know that there is this argument going around now that soul ties is not real or it doesn't exist that is a fallacy it definitely does but i'm not gonna get into that on today because i know it exists it definitely exists and is not a fallacy if we're putting if we're placing spirituality on a soul issue then yes i understand but listen soul cares um soul cares are real (laughs) soul ties are real and that is why we administer soul care all right so we're going to be talking about breaking soul ties um i talked about we're going to be talking about healing from abuse i will be leading that session what's the other one breaking generational curses in our families oh my god i am so excited about that And then we're going to be talking about doing a heart check. And then, so all of that's going to be on the Saturday. And then on the Friday night, so I I did that in reverse, but you know, on the Friday night, we're going to have a girl talk circle on the couch and we have some amazing, amazing women that are going to be joining us. So you really want to register for this. You do not want to miss this event. You really, really don't want to miss this event. So register i'm gonna put the registration link um in the show notes so you can definitely click on that link and register because listen there are no barriers to entry all you need is a phone or a laptop you don't gotta have your makeup on you don't need a fresh wig you don't need a new outfit you don't need none of that stuff and that's what i love about this time is that jesus has allowed us to meet him or let me reverse that jesus will meet us wherever we are at okay he is taking away all of the facade all of the the the, the formalities of church and and what that looks like and said i am gonna meet you where you are at so if you are in your living room if you are in your bedroom wherever you may be jesus is gonna meet you there all right y'all so let's run into this show Okay, so on today's episode, we are talking about church detox. I'm going to just let that sit for a second. Church detox. Listen, I am excited about talking about this topic. I will aim to contain myself and (laughs) not get too excited and not get too passionate 
But today's podcast episode is going to be about church detox, okay? So first of all, why are we even talking about this? Okay, what is it? First of all, let me back up. Let's go back. What is a church detox? What is a church detox? All right, so it's a detox from the church like that. That's literally what it is. It's literally a detox from the church. And what I mean by that is um, a detox from the four walls, a detox from the way that we do church, right? I feel like this time has caused many of us to rethink the way that we do church or the way that church is done. Um I know we grew up a certain way and things were done a certain way in a particular way and it had to be one plus one equal two. But I really feel like in this time, the God just came and just, he just, he just overthrew all of that and really helped us to realize that, hey, church doesn't have to be done the way that it's been going And actually, I don't know (laughs) if Jesus even liked the way that church was being done. You get what I'm saying? Um, I feel like many of us, we've really gotten to know Jesus for ourselves, right? We got to know him outside of the formalities. We got to know him outside of the four walls. We got to know him outside of um, religiosity and I'm very, I'm very keen about what I, when I say that, and what I mean by religiosity is we've got to know him outside of um, routine and and rituals. Pretty much, we really had to learn to build an altar in our homes for ourselves and really learn to know Jesus for ourselves. And I think one of the reasons why. Uh, God has me doing this particular episode. Well, first of all, is we speak truth on this podcast, period. That's number one. And number two, um, I think uh, God, not I think, God wants to shed light on some unhealthy patterns that we have constructed as church. And so he's just like, let me just, I want to debunk all of that. And I want to shift mindsets around what I, what, what I'm doing in this season and what church detox looks like and what, um, he wants us to look forward to or to do as we are moving forward, as we move forward into this shift and this new season. And I think one of the other things too, is I want to validate what you're feeling. Okay, I want to validate what you're feeling because for many people, it's just like, man, like, I really cannot go back to the way things used to be. I cannot go back to the way church used to be. I cannot go back to this aspect of just being busy, 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 on the go, on the go, and missing relationship with Jesus. Many of us are saying, I am enjoying and loving this this merry moment in my life where I'm seat, literally seated at the feet of Jesus. Um, but Martha is what is acceptable in our church culture, right? So I want to validate what you're feeling to let you know that, hey, Jesus sees you, he hears you, and he validates what you're feeling. And the way we have done church is not the way that Jesus, and we can look in the scripture, is not the way that Jesus 
um, wanted church to be. Let's just, let's just put that out there. I think one of the big things, and even just for the purposes of this podcast, is that aspect of rest, right? For many of us, we definitely don't know how to slow down. And I think we've been taught that if we're not constantly going, if we're not constantly serving, if we're not constantly doing, then Jesus doesn't love us. And so I think that this time has really taught us something different, that he loves us just because. Like, he doesn't love us because um, we are doing, but he loves us. Jesus loves us in our being, in us being a son, in us being a daughter, in us just living and just being and just breathing he loves us, right? And so, again, I want to validate what you're feeling. You're just like, man, like, what am I feeling? What's going on inside of me? What's happening? You are going through a church detox, okay? That's what you're going through. You are going through a church detox because the way, as I said before, the way you've done church has been very interesting and it has not been really according to New Testament model and according to the model in which Jesus wanted it to be. And I was talking about just that aspect of rest. When Jesus would serve, he would go and rest. He would take time away from his disciples and he would go and rest. For many of us, that has not been our portion. We've just been um, we've just been on the go all the time and we've been doing it in religiosity and we've missed relationship with Christ, which is, which has affected our emotional wholeness, our emotional wellness, and has affected our mental health overall because we've just been so tired. We've been like a cog in a wheel. My husband said this the other day, um, which is so interesting. He's such a wise man. I should have him do a podcast with me one day. Um, but he was talking about the fact that church is almost like a capitalist structure, right? We come, we're like machines, and we work, 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 and then that's it. We've missed relationship with Christ. And so now, in this detox period, in this isolation period, in this withdrawal period, we're just like, man, like, I'm really enjoying this time that I'm having just praying and reading my Bible and getting to know him for myself. That I'm, I'm really actually getting to have an understanding of who Christ is to me, not the Christ that was taught to me by my forefathers or by my parents or by my grandparents or by my pastor, but the Jesus that I need to know for myself. Um, on the last podcast with Dr. Joseph Smith and, and Ashley, I don't remember if it was healed people, heal people, or if it was the, the, the part one, but Dr. Smith talks about, um, that anchor and he talks about the fact that there needs to be something about Jesus that anchors us. And I think for many of us in this season, it's not just, about, and he, what he said was, it is not just about, um, 
Jesus anchoring you, but it's something about Jesus that anchors you. And I think in this season, many of us have found that thing about Jesus that has anchored us and it has kept us. We've really gotten this, almost this mountaintop experience, this transfiguration experience, this transformative experience where we've really gotten to know Jesus for ourselves. So the first thing, as I've said before, I want to do is I want to validate what you're feeling. What you're feeling is real, and I want to normalize that to let you know you are not the only person that is feeling that. There are many other people, and for some of us, we're not going to speak about it because we're like, man, like we don't want to come off as being rebellious, or it's not rebellion. Rebellion. It is um, Jesus exposing to you what he wants the church to look like. He wants us to, to, to work outside of the four walls. Of course, we're not demolishing demolishing buildings and whatever, but he wants us to have relationship with him outside of the four walls of the church. That's exactly what Jesus is, was, was, is, is trying to establish, right? And we see that in the New Testament model where he, he traveled across and he was establishing relationships with people outside of the four walls. So what is a detox? It is a process or a period of time in which one abstains um, or rids the body of toxic unhealthy or unhealthy substances. So it's a process. It's a period of time. I feel like in the first part of, of quarantine, you know, we've all been in a place where it's like, oh my God, I really can't wait to get back to church. I really miss church and, and what it is. But I think over a period of time, we're like, man, like, I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to go back to what it used to be. I think I'm ready for something different. I think I'm ready for a change, right? So over that period or process of time, we're just like, oh man, like I think after things start to settle in and you realize, man, like I don't have to, and, and for somebody like myself who grew up <laughs> in an apostolic church where you know, you have to put on, you, you know, you have to dress a certain way. You have to look a certain way. You have to look the part. Man, like, I don't have to really do any of those things for Jesus to really love me and to see me like he loves me without my prayer cloth and my hat. <laughs> Let's go, right? So I know for myself, it's been a very, it's been huge rewiring uh, for myself. And it's just like, man, like, I have to get myself mentally ready to go back to, I want to say go back to, I mean, go back to certain formalities, which, you know, are traditional for myself, but whether it's outward or whether it's inward or whether it's structural, we, it's almost like, man, like I have to mentally get myself ready for that. And I think for me, one of the key words that, that stand out for me in this definition, when we talk about what is a detox is, uh, is the word unhealthy, right? I think that the way that Jesus has been presented to us has been super unhealthy, right? It's been presented that a God of works, he's a God of works, and I have to do in order for Jesus to love me. And I, I really feel like God just wants to demystify that. He wants to be like, hey, you actually don't have to do anything for me to love you. I love you in spite of and regardless of, right? Of course, there's certain biblical principles and biblical guidelines that we adhere to as, as children of God and as believers. But that this aspect of works, right? 
it's not by works that any man that, that we can boast. It is by grace that we are saved. We, we are saved by grace and grace alone. That is what justifies us. It is his unmerited favor. It is grace that justifies us and absolutely nothing else. And so this unhealthy way of thinking, we are going through a detox right now. That Jesus is like, hey, I love you regardless of... I love you, my daughter. I want you to understand that you are my daughter. And that's why he said to Mary, um, to Martha, hey, Mary has chosen the better thing. Yes, what you're doing is okay. So I also want to validate that. I want to let you know that, hey, serving is okay. Because I don't want us to go back to church and be like, you know what? I'm on a detox and I ain't finna serve no more. No, that's not what Jesus is saying. That is not it. That is not what he is saying at all. But what he is saying is, I don't want you to think that because you serve, that you have relationship with me. That's not what that means. Serving doesn't mean you have relationship with me. You could be serving in the house and be lost. You can be like the lost coin in the house in the house, but you have no relationship with me. Listen, you can be a prodigal son in the house. Okay. Some of us don't even have to leave the house to be a prodigal son. And he's saying, Hey man, I want you to come home. I want to have relationship. And even when you look at that context of a home, it's, 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 it's different. You know, when they say home, sweet home, there's no place like home. There's something beautiful about that context of a home. When he's saying, come home, I want to sit with you. I want to have relationship with you, right? It's something strange when you come home and you see somebody in your house who's not supposed to be there. It's like, uh, you're a stranger. What are you doing in my house? You're breaking and entering. For many of us, <laughs> we've been breaking and entering because we've been serving, but we have no relationship with God. We're in his house and we're doing all these things but we're serving and we have very little relationship with him. How many times have we gone to church, preached, whatever, whatever, and our prayer life is not as, um, uh, uh, not as, as, as much as our servanthood. That is a problem because we are not only servants, but we are sons. And I hear the Lord saying, hey, I'm calling you into sonship. In the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh, my sons and my daughters. All of creation is crying out for the manifestation of the sons and daughters. You get what I'm saying? So in order for us to really stand and to be in partnership and in relationship with God, we have to realize that we have to break some unhealthy patterns and the way that we Jesus has been presented to us has been unhealthy. He loves you regardless. He loves us regardless. And I think another thing too is that the anxiety of returning to church <laughs> and to church as usual is real, right? So we see that churches are opening up over here in Canada at 30% capacity. I don't know what it is in the States. Um, but that aspect of, of returning to church is, is, is anxiety inducing, right? And, and even now God is like many people, you know, they want to return, but they're like, man, can I return once again to the way things 
used to be? Can I go back to that? Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I really, I've gotten to know Jesus in this refreshing and, and different way. Can I go back to that? And so that aspect of, of, of anxiety of returning to church as usual is real. So it's not about returning to church. That's anxiety inducing, but it's returning to church as usual. That's anxiety inducing. The scripture says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks and something for me that that God has been really dealing with me on is what is your heart telling you, right? What is your heart telling you? And of course, we know in our heart dwells no good thing, um, but in an emotionally healthy heart, you can find some things that God is telling you. He speaks to us to our, through our hearts. So whether it's good things or bad things, so if you sense rebellion coming from your heart, your heart is speaking to you. If you sense bitterness coming from your heart, your heart is speaking to you. If you sense displeasure coming from your heart, your heart is speaking to you. And, and when you look at the words that you're saying, yo, my heart is speaking to me. So what is your heart saying to you? So whether it's good or bad, your heart is speaking to you. So if your heart is speaking some of those bad things, like, hey, man, like, you know, I, I feel I, you see rebellion, rebellion coming out or other different things. You got there's still a church detox that needs to come out be, um, that needs to happen because I feel like there's also been this aspect of I can kind of like do whatever I want. And not and 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 still serve or still you know be a part of the ecclesia or the body of Christ and you know to a certain extent it's true but then you are out of relationship and you are out of sonship so whatever your heart is telling you make note of that sit write reflect journal listen ask God to help you to process those emotions and those feelings what is your heart telling you what are the words that are consistently coming out of your mouth and God had to challenge me on that the other day he's like Jessica your heart is speaking to you and your heart has been speaking to you for a very long time so what is your heart saying to you in this moment and in this season what is your heart saying to you Think about it. What has my heart been saying to me? And of course, we will never know that if we go back to the hustle and the bustle, right? We have got to sit and listen and say, God, what are you saying to me in this season? What is my heart saying to me? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What has been the words that have been coming out of my mouth? You know, the, the, the show from... Um, it's a movie. Uh, what is it again? I think it's Rush, Rush Hour. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> I had to throw that in there. But do you understand the words that are coming out of your mouth? Have you made sense of the emotions that you're feeling? Have you made sense of the words that are coming out of your mouth? What is coming out of your mouth with regards to church and the way that we do church? Sit, write, reflect ponder. It's important. I think it's important that we do that before we even set, set foot back into a church building and back to how church used to be. Because let me tell you something, if we don't understand and take stock of what God has done and what he is doing, things are going to go back. And I think it's time for a shift. And unless we really get to that place, that revival that we've been praying for is not going to happen. Let me tell you something. Last week, um, 
I celebrated or we celebrated because we're a family. Um, and that means me and you as my podcast listeners, we celebrated 1000 listens on this podcast. And one of the things about my journey to a thousand, um, that has made this podcast successful and it's not about me is my ability to sit and listen to what the spirit is saying. That is what has made this podcast successful. It is not Jessica. It is not that Jessica is smart. It is not that Jessica knows exactly what to say and put the words together that make people want to listen to her. No, it is the inspiration and the leading of the Holy Spirit that has come out of my quiet time and my moments of stillness. All right. Can you, and, and, and I'm watching that happen as I continue to progress, as I continue to move. I'm like, yes, those moments of stillness and those moments of quietness have been super powerful and transformative in my life and in the lives of those around me. Can you imagine if we're all adhering to that principle of sitting in stillness so that the Lord can speak to us so then we can then pour out and serve? Can you imagine the revival that will come? This podcast is only 17 weeks old and has a thousand plus listens. So can you imagine what would happen if we would all just sit at the feet of Jesus so that he can pour into us so that we can then go out and do what he has called us to do so that we can function in the fivefold ministry so that those that are apostles can be apostles so those that are prophets can be prophets so those that are teachers can be teachers jesus has left a very very um uh, what's the word very specific principle for us that time away and that that aspect of emotional wellness and emotional wholeness is real We've also noticed that over this period and over this time that a lot of our issues that we have suppressed have come to the surface because we are no longer busy doing, but we had to sit with ourselves and we had to be. We had no other choice. Have we dealt with those things? Are we going to go back to church as usual and continue to be cogs in a wheel and continue to do things as usual? What are we going to do about this time that God has given us? The song that comes to my mind is, I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm moving forward, right? So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. There are a few things that the Lord wanted me to tell you today. And, and, and I just mentioned it a couple seconds ago. But one of those things is don't look back. Move forward. God is doing something new. Do not look back. Move forward, guys. Move forward. It's okay to go forward. Press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. And I know for many of us, it's like, man, like, can I actually look forward? Can I actually dream? Can I actually dream of a day that church is not what it used to be? And and, and I think I think one of the things, too, that I, I, I want to speak to is that aspect of church. Guys, church is, 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 is very little what we do in the building. Church has very little to do with the building and has everything to do with us as the body, literally the body of Christ. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's like there has, there had to be a shutdown of the, the four walls so that the body could, could be resuscitated. So that the body could detox the body, the literal body of Christ 
When you think about your body, when you think about detox, if you've ever gone on a detox and how refreshed you feel and how different you feel, when you take certain foods out of your diet, your palate has changed. I hear the Lord saying for many of you, your palate has changed. Your palate is changing, says the Lord, right? And so don't look back. Don't go back and eat what you used to eat. When, 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 my God, when, when, um, when the, the prodigal son realized what he was doing and that he was eating from the pig's pen, he was like, but what am I really doing here? What am I really doing here? That's what he was saying. He was like, yo, what am I really doing here? Why am I in the pig's pen? He realized this is not for my palate. I'm a king's kid. I'm a son. And I think for many of us, we've come into realization that we are king's kids and we are sons and daughters. And so we're like, yo, I can't eat this anymore. I really cannot eat this anymore. Like this is not okay for me anymore. I cannot eat this anymore. And so it's okay that your palate has changed. It's okay that you want something different. And I think the second thing, not that I think, the second thing the Lord wants you to know is change is okay. It's okay for change. It's okay to feel like you need a change. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with feeling like, hey man, I need a change. I need something different. This can't be it. Because that's just not all it is. It's, uh, there's more to God than, than we have experienced. There's so much more. Um, I know for 365 Ministries, so that is the, the nonprofit organization that I lead, is that um, our topic for this year was actually out of the box. And I remember telling my team that 2020 is going to be an out of the box and unprecedented year. And honestly, guys, this is not <laughs> this is not what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting a whole pandemic and for literally a whole year of unprecedented. I, I don't even know what I was expecting, to be honest, but this wasn't it. This wasn't it. This definitely was not it. But it's okay. It's okay to, 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 to oh, this is what I was going to say. <laughs> Sometimes I get excited and I lose my train of thought. But yeah, so um, I remember saying that out of the box, right? That 2020 would be a year that's out of the box. And that's exactly what has happened. We have had a year that has been out of the box. And I remember saying, what if I told you that Jesus was out of the box? Would you get out of it? And I think for many of us, Jesus was like, you know what? I'm going to get out of this box, and so many of us got out of the box too. And now we're out of the box. We're like, yo, it's been dark in this box. It's been hella dark in this box. Now I see the light. It's okay to want change. It's okay to, to, to think that, okay, change is good. It's okay. I know for myself that I'm not, so I wouldn't say I don't like change, but change doesn't, I'm a very routine person and I think it has to do with the way that I grew up. Um, we, we moved a lot. There was a lot happening, even though my mom really embedded 
routine and structure even in those aspects of moving a lot and stuff like that. Um, I'm a very routine person. I like doing the same things. I eat the same things. So it's not like I'm not adventurous, but I'm, I'm very okay with routine and structure. And God's like, hey, I'm just going to change it up a little bit for you. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what he did during this period of time, right? So it's okay. Change is okay. You don't have to stick in routine and ritual. And I think another thing too is that Jesus wants to reintroduce himself to you, okay? Jesus wants to reintroduce himself to you. He wants relationship with us, not just religious obligations and ritual, That is not what he came for us. That's not why he came to die for us. He didn't die for us so that we could have, we can live lives of religiosity and ritual, right? And for many of us, if we're honest with ourselves, that's what church became for us. It's like church was kind of like, okay, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. That's not the God that we serve. Our God is a creative God. Our God is a really awesome God. He's not a boring God. You get what I'm saying? I mean, he was walking on water and told Peter, hey, come out on the water. Ain't nothing boring about that. That's pretty spontaneous to me. <laughs> My God went ahead and um, multiplied five loaves of, 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 of bread and fish and fed 5,000. That's the kind of God that we serve. I mean, for crying out loud, he rose from the grave on the third day. He said, day one, okay, I'm going to let y'all think you killed me. Day two, mm -hmm, I'm going to let y'all think you killed me again. The day three, he's like, oh, surprise. That's the kind of God that we serve. Our God is not boring. Our God keeps us on our toes. Our God moves in miracle, miraculous and powerful ways. That is the God that we serve. And I know that for our generation, that is what we want to see. And if that is what we want to see, we have got to respect this detox period and go through it. Detox is not easy because we want to go back to what we know. Human nature, we're routine and we're structured. We want to go back to what we know. But he's saying that he wants relationship with us, not religious obligations and rituals. Not He doesn't want a Martha relationship with us. The scripture says, and you guys have heard me say this multiple times, and if you haven't, you got to go back and listen to previous podcasts. But the scripture says that Martha was cumbered with many things. She, that word cumbered means distracted. She was distracted with serving. How many of us have been distracted by church and church structure? We've just been so distracted. And Jesus is saying, hey man, that's not what I want for us That's not what I want for you. I want relationship with you, right? Jesus doesn't love you because of your obligations and what you do and how you serve. He doesn't. He loves you just because. He loves you because of who you are. He lo you can be. You can just be. If you don't preach, if you don't prophesy, if you don't lay hands, if you don't, if you just go to church, just go to church and worship him. He loves you. He loves you just the way you are. You don't have to do anything extra for him to love you. And so he's like, man, I want to reintroduce myself to this generation. 
and to let them know that the way I've been presented to them has not been the healthiest way. I want to be presented to you. Ooh, I hear you, Lord. The Lord says that many of you are mad at him. But what you're really mad at is church and the way church has been done. He says, I love you. I don't, I, I don't see you only as a servant. I see you as my daughter. I see you as my son. I love you, daughter. I love you, son. My God, hallelujah. Jesus doesn't love you <laughs> because you belong to a certain denomination or a certain church. He loves you because of who you are to him. And I want to say that again. Jesus doesn't love you because you belong to a certain denomination or a certain church. <laughs> I know that messes with some theo- some people's theology, but man, the God that I serve, he 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 can't just love a certain denomination or a certain set of people. He loves us, guys. So he doesn't love us because we belong to a certain denomination or a certain church. He just loves you. And I feel like when we get reintroduced to Jesus and we get reintroduced to his love, our servanthood will be so much different because we will realize, yo, he loves me. So I'm going to do what I do out of my love for him, not out of obligation, not out of religiosity, but out of my love for him because I love him. And, and, and yes, God, many of us have been serving and doing because, um, we are, it's not because we are obligated to Jesus, but because we're obligated to man, we're obligated to a structure that is not serving Christ, right? We're obligated to man. And I think why and I I I I I think why is because for many of us there are certain emo- aspects of emotional wholeness that we lack, and so we use ministry and we use serving and being busy and all of these different things in order to cover up those emotional wounds that we are we have experienced, and not necessarily by the church, but by life. You know, maybe it's hurt, maybe it's abuse, maybe it's whatever we've gone through, rejection, abandonment, whatever. And so because we want to be accepted, we're going to serve. And so because we want to be approved, we're going to serve. But we're tired and we're not, we're not admitting that we're tired and we're struggling with our mental health and we're struggling with, a whew, I feel the Lord right here, and we're struggling to breathe. We haven't secured our own mass first because we haven't been taught that. But I want you to know that he loves you regardless of. Jesus had to show us that or show us who he was outside of the four walls of the church. He had to show us that. He had to show us that there was more to him outside of what we saw on a Sunday morning on a Sunday night, on a Tuesday night, on a Friday night. He had to show us that there was more to him than that. There is more. And if you haven't tapped into that, my God, 
I really pray that before this year is over, that you can tap into that because I just see a mass revival. Ooh, I see just a mass revival that is going to happen in this world. And, and I don't remember who sings this song, but it's like, Lord, whatever you are doing in this season, do not do it without me. Be obedient to the voice of the living God. Be obedient to the voice of the... What is God saying to you in this season? Right? Be obedient to the voice of the living God in this season. For many of you or many of us, there's a level of freedom that we've experienced in this time. And of course, I'm not talking about um, freedom in, in rebellion or a lack of accountability, none of that type of stuff. That's not what I'm talking about, but there's a level of liberation that many have, has experienced during this time. And that is the freedom of Christ that has been released over your life. It's okay to live free. And you're almost like, yo, like, is this normal? Like, is it okay to feel this free? Like, is this okay? Like, what on fam? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's really happening? And you haven't experienced that freedom in a while. That is freedom in Christ. And (laughs) I think for some, there's this level of shock that you've still been able to experience the love love of God outside of your regular church formalities. That is Jesus. That is Jesus being reintroduced to you. And so I want to challenge you, take your pen, your paper. You know, I'm always like that. Take your pen, your paper, sit, reflect, journal. I know for myself that in this season, there's been a lot less talking. And what I mean by that is in terms of prayer, I haven't been talking to God, if you like in my regular prayer way, but God has been talking to me. I literally in my devotion, in my quiet time, I read, I sit, I listen, and he pours into me. And so I am admonishing you. If you're late to the detox, that's okay. It's okay. It's all right. There is still freedom and and detox time available to you. But I want you to know that we cannot go back to life as usual. We cannot go back to church as usual. We cannot go back to things as usual. It's a new season. It's literally a new day. The song says a fresh anointing is coming my way. It's a season of power and and prosperity. It's a new season. It is a new season. It is a new season. And so I want to challenge you to listen to what God is saying to you through the words that you're saying. What is your heart saying to you? What do you need to do? What type of changes do you need to make? What is God trying to do in you and through you? Because there's a level of personal revival, and I've talked about this in in other podcasts, there's a level of personal revival that must come in order for a mass revival to come. And so I know that there's some shifting. I I see it, feel it, hear it, sense it. There's some shifting that is coming. There's some movement that is happening in the spirit right now. And the Lord is saying, hey man, change is okay. Change is okay. I want you to move with me. I want you to move with me. And yeah, man, move with the Lord. Move with the Lord. 
move with what he's doing. Um, uh, I, I was reading Matthew chapter 14 last week and um, the story goes as Jesus went away to pray and, and he was coming back. He had sent the disciples away and they were on a boat and Jesus was walking on the water towards the boat. And somebody said, Hey man, is that a ghost? And Jesus said, no, it is I. And Peter said, if it is you bid me come. And, 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 and Jesus said, come. And Peter started to walk on the water. Peter got distracted and started to sink. For many of you are like, Jesus, is this you? This you God? Because this don't look like you. I'm not too sure what is happening. And he said, Oh, Shia, Mandela Bahosa. He is saying, It is I come. It is I come. I know it looks different, says the Lord. I know it feels different. I know it sounds different. I know it's not what you're used to, but it is I come. And so I want to encourage you with that today as we talk about church detox. Father, I thank you. For your goodness, your mercies, Lord. I thank you for this time that we were able to spend with you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I pray, God Almighty, that what whatever you're doing in this season, I pray that we will all be positioned in our mind, in our hearts, in our spirits, uh, God, for what you're doing. You are doing something great, Lord God Almighty, and I don't want to miss out, Lord. And there are many that are saying, God, I don't want to miss out on, on what you're doing in this season. And so, Father, we we move with you. We move. We 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 move with where you're going. We do with what you're. We, we do what you want us to do, Father. We don't want to be like Lot's wife that looked back, God, and turned into a pillar of salt. But God, we want to move forward in 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 clarity, in precision, Lord God. And for many that are asking for clarity because you're not sure, Lord God, I pray that you would give them the courage, oh God, to step out of the boat and to walk on the water. Ushai, God is saying that for many of you, you're going to have to step out of the boat. You're going to have to walk on the water. I know you can't see clear right now, says the Lord, but you're going to have to step out. You're going to have to walk on the water. You're going to have to do it. You're going to, you're not going to be able to get clarity and precision in the boat. You're going to get it outside of the boat. So the Lord is calling you outside of the boat, outside of the box and to walk on water. He is calling you outside of your comfort zone. You will not achieve and get what the Lord wants to, 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 for you to have if you are inside of the boat and if you are inside of the box, you have got to step out. You have got to launch out onto the deep. I even remember when Jesus uh, approached Peter and, and, you know, Peter was casting his net. He was casting his net and, and Jesus said to him, Hey man, cast your net again. He approached him. He said, you know what? I'm a, Peter was like, you know what? I'm a fisherman. I've been toiling all night and I've cast my net so many times and nothing came. And Jesus said, Hey man, cast your net one more time. When he cast his net, he got the fish and there was an abundance and there was an overflow. Uh, I hear the Lord saying, cast your net, launch out. Yes. Launch out into the deep, launch out into the deep, launch out into the deep. There's a church detox that is happening. He is switching narratives. He is changing minds. He is doing something different. I pray that this podcast bless you today. I was really passionate (laughs) about that. I'm sure you guys could tell that I was like mad passionate about it. Um, But 
I really just feel like God just wanted to validate the way that a lot of people have been feeling in terms of a shift and just wanting something different. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that we've been, um, I'm going to use the word demonized and, and, and just told that, hey, if you desire something different, then something is wrong with you. Things don't need to change and they do. Um, and so I'm excited, um, or let me use the words humbled and privileged, um, and honored rather, I'll use humbled and honored, uh, that the Lord would use me to speak to this type of topic, uh, cause it's a big topic and who knows, maybe I might do a part two, maybe I might have, um, some podcast guests come and talk about it. I don't know. Um, but I really feel like the Lord just really wanted to talk about this aspect of church detox and just us really, um, having just a, a shift in our mindset and a shift in our narrative to know that, hey man, like you do not have to go back to the way things used to be before your presence came and changed me, right? There can be a shift, there can be a change. And so I just want to validate that for somebody um, and let you know that what you're feeling is real. Um, and I mean, as I said, it, it we have a responsibility to really look at our hearts and see where our hearts are at. But whatever our hearts are telling us, as I said in the podcast, good or bad, we have got to pay attention to it. So I pray that this podcast was a blessing um, and that you're able to share it with somebody um, and really to learn something and to grow from it. As I said, you know, in the beginning, remember the Unplug Women's Retreat for the Women who is most of the people <laughs> who listen to this podcast. Um, I really pray that you will sign up. Uh, you will register. I really, my goal, honestly, is to see 100 women. Like, it's just in my spirit. And I really want to see 100 women be a part of this event. There are no barriers to entry. All you have to do is register. And listen, if you can't afford the $30, let me know. Send me a DM. Send me an email. Yo, Jess, things are hard. And I know it sounds crazy, but I really don't have the $30. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. For sure, let me know. Please let me know. Um, and I'm sure we can work, work something out. All right, y'all. I love you so much. Thank you for sticking with me thank you for riding with me you know i'm saying <laughs> thank you for for really journeying with me i enjoy journeying with you as well um i'm praying about looking about uh creating a community so we can talk through some of these topics because some of these topics are heavy topics um and so i'm looking on on about creating a community so we can talk through some of these topics week by week all right y'all y'all already know it's your girl jess always and forever speaking god's truth over you take care y'all be blessed